So you can actually make me paracetamol from scratch. Yeah, I'm a legal drug dealer. So I can, I, can, I can plug you guys. That's so legally. Period. <laughs> Hi Sesetu, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm good thanks, how are you? I'm good thanks. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast today. I am actually so excited about this episode. A lot of people have been requesting mm -hmm. for me to have a pharmacy student on the podcast and better i have a qualified person so that is so great and i know that we're gonna learn a lot from today's episode but before we get into anything i have an icebreaker okay so <laughs> i want you to choose um a number between one to twenty like from one to twenty um eighteen eighteen yes. okay let me get it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. I know. So, um, your question is, if you were to choose to build a school or a hospital, what would you choose and why? A school or a hospital? Mm -hmm. mm, I would choose a hospital. Why? Okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being biased because I'm in health science, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, they're currently looking at the state of our country. Healthcare is really not the best. Mm. Um, so I feel like we would really benefit from having a hospital. I mean, and I realize that we are sh short of people. There would be another issue of people having to work at the mm. hospital. But I mean, it would, it would be something that would happen. So I, I feel like a hospital would benefit um people more mm. than a school i mean a school yeah but i mean a hospital would yeah it's yeah. quite it's quite a tricky question it is it? it is i'm thinking okay school yeah. is important hospital is also important but like yeah a hospital okay. oh all right that's great so tell us who is Sesetu? where is she from and what is she currently doing Okay, so my name is Sese Chundombini. I am a pharmacist intern I'm working for the Department of Health. Um, I'm from Ngobo, a town in the Eastern Cape. And yeah, that is me. I grew up there and I recent, oh not recently, I've been in Cape Town for seven years. I relocated to Cape Town with my family. So for now, I'm based in Cape Town, but I'm from the Eastern Cape and I started there. Okay. That's so great to know. So I would like to know whether, have you always been interested in studying a health sciences degree? Uh, yes, I've always been interested. I mean, I always knew that I had to do something in health. Mm. My mom mm. is a nurse, so I grew up with her as a nurse and she sparked an interest in me, you know, like she loves her job and she's so passionate about it. And looking back, she was, she was still working at the Eastern Cape and she was so passionate. She didn't have any resources, but she used what she had mm. to, you know, make an impact in people's lives. So I was like, that is something I also want to be. So I knew that it has to be something within health science. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, I, I've always known. You know, what's so interesting is that you are not the first guest to say mm. they were raised by a nurse and now then, you know, their mother was nurturing and then yeah. this influenced them to study a health sciences degree. Yeah. And honestly, shout out to the nurse mothers out <laughs> there who are, you know, raising all these yeah. doctors and pharmacists. They're the stars. Because They're the OGs. <laughs> honestly, because it's so nice to see you know, you as a parent produce a better version of yourself. True. Like, yeah, you were a nurse, but then now you gave birth to yeah. a doctor or a pharmacist. True. And it's really nice to see, you know, our generation being, you know, like our parents' mm. wildest dream, yeah. if I can put it in True. that way. True. So I just want to know then, when was the time you actually realized that pharmacy is where I am supposed to go or how did you actually end up studying pharmacy? Okay, so Okay, my mom is a nurse, right? Mm. And you know growing up as a smart kid mm. People always say you should be a doctor. You you're good in medicine. Ah, doctor, don't be yeah, me, yeah, you know, and yeah. all that and I, I 
grew up thinking that I would be a doctor and oh. that I would do medicine. And in grade 11 was when I actually realized this is not what I want. Mm. It's what people wanted for me. So I had now to start over because, I mean, I've always known that I, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm destined to be a doctor. So now in grade 11, I was like, okay, well, here we are now. Doctor is not going to work out. So what are we going to be? And so I went on Google. I researched what can I possibly do uh, that is in health science. And then I came across pharmacy. Mm. I was interested, like at first, I was like, okay, this sounds interesting, this sounds interesting. Yeah. Started doing more research about it. And then I looked at pharmacy schools in the country. And then, like, what do the pharmacists do mm. and all that? And then I applied. I was like, okay, well, not in grade 11, but like, yeah, I was like, this is what I want. And the rest is history. Okay, so I'm so interested to know what was it exactly that got you interested in pharmacy? Because I know in high school, mm -hmm. we do not do any pharmacology, right? Mm -hmm. So now you are Googling this career and it's telling you one, two, and three. What mm -hmm. is it that you read about it and you were like, wow, no, I actually want to do this? Um, I think one thing is the manufacturing mm. of medications. And mm -hmm. I... It went on in, when I was actually doing pharmacy that I didn't get interested into that part. Mm. But initially, it was the fact that we can do a lot of things. Mm. Like, pharmacy is so broad, guys. And I just, I saw I can be in most industries and I can explore myself in this career and grow. Because yeah. I don't like to be boxed in. So that was one of the things that interested me. I was like, okay, there's a lot of things I can do here. Mm. And then I, I, I should go for it. But yeah. So basically, you just wanted to make the drugs. I just wanted to make the drugs. Find the cures you know? or whatsoever. <laughs> wow, so, yeah. that's actually so yeah. interesting. So now let's talk about when now you are in grade 12 and you actually have to apply so which universities did you apply to okay um i applied to one university guys please don't be like me oh please <laughs> guys i i applied to i don't like this trend because <laughs> you guys are not a good influence to my high school besties because oh Everyone is just like, don't. I applied to one, but guys, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth the stress. So yeah. I applied to, well, two, but um, mm. the other one, Vets, wanted me to pay um, application fee. And I was just a broke. Um, mm. I, I didn't yeah. have the yeah. money. So I was just like, okay, it's fine. I'm just going to live it. UWC was free. So I was like, okay, that's my next pet. Then I applied there um so i applied to uwc and then i got in so which other universities offer pharmacy other than uwc okay so it's uh nmu in mm. pe it's uh Rhodes, it's uwc mm. it's um um vets mm. it's smu and Northwest University. Okay, there, so, there are quite a few, yes, hey? Yes. So you of... guys can definitely apply to yeah. more than one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, what subjects did you take in high school? Okay, so I did maths, mm -hmm. uh, mathematics, few maths. I did life sciences. I did history. Mm -hmm. I did um, languages and yeah. Hello. You didn't take physical science. I did physics also. Oh, yes, I okay. think I mentioned that. Yeah, I did physics as oh, well. Oh yeah. wow, that's an interesting combination. I know. Hey? <laughs> History is. I know. I, you know? I, I I changed it in grade because I changed schools, and mm. in my new schools, either you do history or accounting and guys no, like, I, uh, I just no, no no i was like no i'm not gonna do that so i just chose history yeah oh so. okay that's great so what are like the requirements to study pharmacy okay so i am gonna speak about uwc mm -hmm. because that's where i applied and that's yeah. where, but it's mostly similar throughout the universities mm. so you need life sciences is for subjects yeah. you need physical sciences you need pure mathematics and that those are the like the three subjects that you need the others yeah english um languages but like physics life sciences maths so you need both physical sciences and, and life, life sciences, sciences. Okay. yes you need them in combination mm -hmm. and yeah maths okay yeah. and what are the levels 
just level. just for mm. what is it practicality yeah. completeness sake because <laughs> okay. honestly we do not talk about minimum requirements here because yeah. you need to aim higher than that yeah. but just you know just for complete um, um should say, i the minimum yeah, you can just or, say for each subject what is the minimum requirement okay so for life sciences the minimum is four life mm. sciences physics minimum mm. is four math mm. is five mm. and then the english and the um, languages five as well mm. yeah okay so and it's mostly around the fours and the fives but those are minimum requirements yeah, yeah. those are like minimum requirements okay um are you also required to write NBT? Um, my u university, UWC, not really. I mean, you can pass with not, you can, you can be fine with not writing an NBT, mm. but I know that you are required that they do consider your NBT results, but I'm not sure about other universities, but generally in pharmacy, it's not really much like NBT, like it's mm. not required much, mm. but I mean, I would advise that someone writes it because mm. it's different for each university but for, yeah. them, for mine UWC they didn't okay require I also NBT. do like advise people to actually write NPT because sometimes you know you might say okay my first option does not require NPT therefore I'm not going to write NPT mm. but then now you don't you end up not getting accepted for your first option yeah. and then you realize your second op actually option required actually requires NPT. So I think honestly, when you are doing your applications as a metric student, mm. whether your degree um, or whatever you're applying for doesn't require, whether it requires NPT or not, just write the NPT unless you are sure that all of your options yeah. do not require NPT. So I'd like to know how did things turn out for you? Because if you applied to one university, I can imagine the stress mm -hmm. and the anxiety mm -hmm. that comes with it. So now I'm actually interested to know like, how did you get accepted? When did mm. they come back to you? Did you get your conditional offer? Mm. Just take us through that process. Okay, so I applied in grade 12, mm. um, I think mid grade 12. And mm. then I think two months later, they sent a provisional acceptance mm. for pharmacy. And it's mostly why I didn't apply to other universities. But um, that's it's because advice. you got the provisional yes, acceptance. It's the provisional acceptance. So I was like, okay, okay, it's promising. Mm. So I wrote my exams, and then in January, now I'm waiting for them to, you know, accept me because. And well, I'm telling you, I had to wait for a week and a half. Yo, I think two weeks. Really? Because they did not reply. They didn't get back to me, and I'm like, guys, I have no other option. <laughs> I have no other option. It's either yeah. you take me or you. And then, yeah, you have you nowhere know. to go. Yeah, so I I went to UWC and I was like, I went to them like. Oh, you went there in person. I went there in person. I'm like, guys, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? I was like, patient. at least you were close though. Because, at least yes, you were around yes, Cape Town. Around yeah. Cape Town. So I just went there physically to just check and they're like, ah, you are on the waiting list. Um, so you just need to wait. We were still sending out applications and mm. everything, and I was like, okay. And then I went back, I think a few days later, I think yo, I went there three times because yeah. I was stressed out and they were not replying, my friends were being accepted at their universities, I'm stressed out, yo, yo, people yo. have already planned to, you know. And then I got an offer finally after two weeks and sure. then they were like, okay, we've accepted you. and. Yeah, guys, my life changed forever. How it's did like, that make you feel, though? I think looking back, that is like the happiest day of my life. Like, Yo. I felt so relieved, first of all, and mm -hmm. I felt so happy because this is one thing that I've always wanted and I got it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was so grateful. Like, I was I was happy. Yeah, I can imagine. I was stressed. I was like, I'm going to take an unplanned gap here because Yo. I have no other choice. Wow. Yeah, okay. So now I'm interested in knowing how your metric results were looking like because I'm trying to tell, you know, I'm trying to see whether was the competition that tough mm. or maybe your results were not, were not that competitive. Mm. So just take us through how did you perform in metric? Okay, so in metric I got 
a five in maths. Mm-hmm. I got a five in physics. Yeah. Because yeah, those subjects rocked me. Yeah. And then I got a level seven in life sciences, mm-hmm. a level seven in all the languages, and LO as well. So I got level sevens in all my subjects besides physics and math. Oh, okay. I was actually so shocked, guys, about her LO mark when we were doing five <laughs> questions in 20 seconds. Please go watch that YouTube short. 98% in LO. And she's like, girl, it's just LO. It's just LO. I'm just like, you need to give these these people tips on how to... Switch that with math, but okay. (laughs) We're not there anymore. (laughs) Because to me, LO was... I cannot say hard, but then I think Mm. I didn't pay much attention Attention to LO that much. Yeah. You know, and... LO in metric needed you to know the actual theory yeah. for you to do well. True. Which means you really invested so much I in mean, life orientation. No, not really. I mean, I love, I'm a person that loves theory. If you mm. know me, you know that I love theory. I like, I perform best in my in subjects that have to do with like theory based mm. things. And, you know, if it comes to me calculating, girl, my, yeah. I, I can't. Which means also maybe you are. So, what can I put it, like, inclined when it comes to, like, you know, general information, you know, latest news. Because LO wants you to be that person as well. Like, know the current affairs, what's going Mm. on, you know, the government. Mm. You're making me sound like I'm a dear person and I'm not, guys. Please, please. It might, it might be possible because I'm trying to no, understand how did no, a person get to that level no. in life orientation. I mean, you just had to anyway. study a textbook, guys. Yeah. And also, like, in, in LO in grade 12, I remember they asked, like, um, you had to, like, think out of the box. Because mm. some of the things there, you they're not in your textbook. You're yeah. not taught anyway. It's just a matter of you just thinking out of the box and, you know, applying what you've went through, like, you've learned throughout, like, high school. Because, mm. yeah, it's just basically that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about pharmacy now. How would you define a pharmacist in terms of your scope of work? Okay. So... Pharmacy is broad. Mm. There's a, a, a lot of sectors in pharmacy. So when someone asks me what is pharmacy or what does a pharmacist do, mm. I'm always like not sure where to start because we do a lot of things. Mm. Uh, we work in like different industries. So in my industry that I work in, which is like um, community, no, hospital pharmacy. Mm. So we're mostly involved in checking the therapeutic effectiveness of medication. So at the moment that a script comes into the pharmacy, a prescription, mm-hmm. we need to make sure when it goes to the patient, it is at least be minimized because every medication has side effects, right? Mm-hmm. But at least on our side, we try to minimize side effects as much as possible, make sure that it is the right drug for the right patient mm-hmm. at the right dose, right duration, right mm-hmm. indication, mm-hmm. everything must yeah, be right. Yeah. So basically, we just check that it's therapeutically effective and it's going to minimize side effects as much as possible for the patient. Okay. So that's in the natural what hospital pharmacists do and community pharmacists as well. So this would be your pharmacists that you mostly find at your clicks. Mm. So those that that's a section of pharmacy that's called community pharmacy because you do most with the community. Mm. So for them, they do more pharmacist initiated therapy. There's something we call pharmacist initiated therapy whereby let's say you're feeling like you have a cold and you go to a pharmacy and you say, oh, I've been coughing for a while to and then they say, okay, you can actually benefit from this and they give you medication. So it's initiated by us, the pharmacist. Oh, you're yeah. the one who prescribes yeah, the but drug. It, for those drugs, they're not really, they don't require prescription. prescription. The oh. drugs that require prescription and drugs that do not. So most of the time I get people when they come to the pharmacy, in a community pharmacy, mm. like, uh, why can't you just give me this? No, we yeah. can't give you because you need yeah. to go to a doctor. So I think that's where people need to understand. Some you can buy over the counter, okay. but some you need a prescription for them. So to All get it. All right. I think now I do understand. Yes. So a pharmacist that works over the counter mm-hmm. at uh, a pharmacy, 
they can give us medication, but that medication is not prescribed. The medication that is prescribed, we need to get a script, a script from, from the doctor, the doctor for, for the things. pharmacist to dispense yes. the medication to yes. us. Okay, that actually yes. makes sense. Yeah. So I actually want to know, like I'm interested in knowing, um, do you guys sort of like make any adjustments when it comes to the scripts for example i'm a doctor mm -hmm. i write a script and i pick a drug that you probably think okay this has more side effects than this one why mm -hmm. didn't i pick that one do you have the right to decide actually no i'm not gonna give this patient this drug mm -hmm. but i'm gonna give instead a drug that i think is better for them no we have to consult the prescriber okay always so if i get a, a prescription and i'm like okay looking maybe at the patient holistically mm. they this medication maybe they have like you know renal problems mm. they have liver problems so it can give them side effects we can't just say okay this one is a better option we know there's a better option mm. but we can't just change it because we end up the prescribers right mm. so we need to consult with the prescriber and then ask the prescriber, okay, tell them, okay, this is what's going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm suggesting that we give this alternative. And then it's upon the approval of the prescriber that I can dispense it. But I can not, like, I have a right not to dispense that prescription. If I tell oh. a doctor to maybe, a prescriber to, mm. you know, I tell them, that, okay, this medication may bring side effects. And they're like, no, I'm insisting on it. Then I have a right not to dispense it. Okay. Because so that you can clear your because name. I have should a something to <laughs> I have a license yeah. to take. So it's not going to be on me. Because when mm. it goes out, I gave it out. I was like, it's fine. So when everything comes out of the pharmacy, I'm saying this it's is fine. fine to go to the patient. Yeah. So now if I say it's fine and I know that it's going to harm the patient, I then, then I'm just breaching every thing that we stand for so you guys don't just like take the script from the doctor read it and give out the medication you have to actually interpret yes. whether this is the oh right God. dose guys, the right it child. would be a mess if we would just take everything yeah. the doctor's wrote <laughs> honestly no shame yeah. but yeah um we have to evaluate this is where people don't understand mm. and they're like Ah, but I give you a script. Why are you taking so long oh. with the script? That's the thing that you see. And patients don't understand. They're like, whatever the doctor writes, I must just give it out. Mm. It's not like that. There's a reason why we're there. We're the last point of contact. Mm. So it goes through all the process and we're the last people. We're actually the one giving it out to you. So we are going to take the script, mm. look that the medication the doctor writes is correct. Did they prescribe the correct duration and the correct administration like the root because mm. you'd be surprised they would prescribe <laughs> um suppositories and they say oral yeah and i'm like you see it's, yeah. it's things like that i mean we know that it's not supposed to be oral, but the patient if you just write okay take orally yeah every day you know yeah. it would harm the patient so it's things like that that we evaluate the script make sure everything is correct and then in terms of the doses I've said, mm. and then that's when we can say, okay, it's fine. It can go out okay. of the pharmacy. I am so, actually so glad because I was working at OPD like last week mm. and that doctor made me write all the scripts there, right? Mm. Okay. He was just signing after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I noticed that most of the spellings of the drugs, mm. I have no idea. So he, the doctor would like, just tell me a drug, like, okay, let's write whatsoever, yeah. four milligrams daily, mm. blah, blah, blah. So I'm writing that on the script. But then now uh, I was like, in my mind, okay, there's a pharmacist that's going to oh, read right. this and they probably know what I'm trying to Guys, say. Guys, you see what they're doing to us? You see what these doctors are doing to us? That's like, fine. They're going to find out. Because I do not trust myself. <laughs> So this is why we always see doctors yes. writing skewed guys because they don't know this the the, the yeah. they don't know the name of the medication. Because okay. I'm just like now okay, should this patient take this pen, uh, during the day or during the night? But I was like, you know what? There's a pharmacist know. who knows oh how they yeah. So I'm actually glad that you yeah. guys because I feel like we need you because imagine mm. if we clean up your data work. Yeah. Imagine your if it went from doctor's handwriting to patient's Patience. mouth 
that will be disaster. such a disaster because doctors are also people they do make True. mistakes True. and sometimes they're not always right yep. you know um because i mean in med school you only get pharmacology for a couple of mm, weeks right we, so we are not trained as you guys when yeah. it comes to the drugs and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah your career is really really important yeah. okay so now what i would like to know is what do you guys study in pharmacy because like i was wondering to myself like okay these people have to know all the drugs and stuff like that do they just sit the four years and memorize the sum or oh what is what is it no. going on in that degree so just take us through what do you guys actually study in pharmacy okay so in first year right mm. we it's more the same as like metric the subjects mm. is not that different you do really? chemistry yes you do chemistry you do physics you do um human anatomy and physiology mm. as well so like biology and stuff but um yeah and you do a little bit of pharmacology like mm. but like only introductory pharmacology mm. i would say the pharmacology that you guys do <laughs> okay Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's what happens in first year. So like introduction into pharmacology and like what is pharmacology, how do drugs work and how do they influence the body and, you know, what side mm-hmm. effects can be expected, mm-hmm. like the different systems can that can be involved. So that is what we do basically in a nutshell in first year. And then in second year is when you are just thrown into the deep end. Mm. You do pharmacology. Now like you the do real the deal. real deal. You do drugs, uh, medicine. You learn how they work, um, their side effects, um, their alternatives, and what they do in the body mm. and what the body does to the medication. Like it's a lot and. I saw that you guys also get to make the actual pills. When did yes, well, how a, how how is that going? Like when a, do you guys do that? That's a different subject or module or mm. course in second year called pharmaceutics. Mm. So we basically learn how to make pills. Like, yeah. So we have practicals in pharmaceutics and you we compound um like just small scale compounding tablets creams ointments you know everything so basically learn everything that will equip you to go work at a manufacturing company or maybe specialize in mm. that side of pharmacy okay yeah so you guys can so you can actually make me paracetamol from yeah, scratch yeah i'm a legal drug dealer so I can, I can i can plug you guys That's so legally period. <laughs> uh, so yeah i can i can make some paracetamol wow that, we are obviously following like a whole formula and everything but yeah we That's are taught impressive. that in second year and we also have pharmacy practice so pharmacy practice is basically about pharmacy like the practice of pharmacy. Hmm. So what can you do legally what are you allowed to do the different scopes of practice and like the the whole yeah it's, it's everything pharmacy pharmacy practice mm. based like when you go into the world as a as a professional how you supposed to carry yourself communication and yeah it's divided into different but yeah that's basically yeah. pharmacy practice and then you do that and you also do pharmaceutical chemistry okay there's chemistry in, involved yes yeah, so in first year you do like your basic chemistry you do in in, in high school mm. but when you get to second year now you do pharmaceutical chemistry like the pharmacy kind of yeah. chemistry not the organic not chemistry the, no, no, from no, no, high no, school guys, no, not the balancing no, no, <laughs> pharmaceutical chemistry yeah. so yeah you do that and then in for in third year the same modules you just continue so basically in pharmacy from second year you do the same modules Mm. until you finish wow so same modules pharmacy practice pharmacology pharmacy um, pharmaceutics and pharmaceutical chemistry okay even in third year as well yo yeah i it sounds so hectic for me honestly guys pharmacology The one that she says is very basic in first day it drops me because 
Pharmacology is so hard. I don't know. I just find pharmacology so hard. And yes. now I'm hearing you that you yes. guys go deeper and go deeper. Deep. And then if it you guys would do the chemistry. If, if you would do the one that we do maybe in second year, then you guys would just yeah. would fail. Ah. No, we'll ah. fail. Honestly. So I wanna know now, how did you find those courses? Like were you able to adapt? Did you find it hard? How was it for you? In first year, obviously, I think it's a universal experience. In first year, it's, there's a shift from high school, now mm-hmm. university. So for me, it was, yeah, it was very difficult to adapt, mm. first of all. And then the subjects, I mean, chemistry is fine, mm. physics is fine. And as I've said, I am very bad in math. Mm. So I struggled in that because it's a different type of math. It's calculus. And in, mm. in, in varsity, we, I mean, in high school, we didn't do all those differentiation things. Oh, so you had maths as well. Yes, I, I had maths in first year. Oh. I had maths as well in first year, but only in first semester. Okay. Then in second semester, you do physics. So I had maths as well. And then, yeah, I, you know, that math was bad. Mm. Only because maybe I just don't like math. Yeah. But like for other people, it was okay. Um, but yeah, first year to me was challenging, adapting to the place and moving away from being um high school top student to oh, now varsity yeah. i failed my first test mm. and i was like yo i this is the end of the world for me yeah. but i mean you you get used to it mm. you get better and you realize that okay i did something's wrong and very important to ask for help don't mm. think you're gonna do everything alone in varsity very important mm. so in first year it was difficult but then i made it and then second year Second year, it was mostly COVID, so we were online. Oh, yeah. That's nice. So <laughs> we're online. So, but still, it was challenging because yeah. I mean, yeah, it, you're not doing any practicals yes, and stuff no like that. No practicals, yeah. and they just said everything like difficult. I don't know because maybe they thought we had access to like resources yeah. and everything. But yeah, so for me, it wasn't that difficult because. I can manage my time and I was very consistent with my studying and everything. So it was okay. My Mm. second year, my third year was a bit, I'm in between with my third year because Mm. it's the year that I performed the best in all my four years, Really, but it's also like more like the worst year. (laughs) What was your average? Ah, it was 76, 77 around. That's great. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's it's like my best mark. that. But how was it your worst year? Because I was, I was mostly like isolated and like alone in Mm. my, in my third year. And like the modules were rocking me. Guys, I don't like third year modules are difficult. Like mm. I think second year yeah is, but like third year because that's where you go into clinical. Because I told you in second year mm. we learn the drugs. Mm. Now in third year it's more like clinical stuff. Now you need to apply everything that you've learned. Yeah, you're given a scenario and you need to be able to apply the knowledge that okay. you have. So now it so now you knowing about the certain me, diseases yes, and certain the pathophysiology of it. Physiology and what drug could be, mm. you know. And the side effects and everything and it was just too much for me oh. and then yeah but i mean i made it yeah <laughs> i made it, it and was... you were top you were uh, a top student in one of your courses yes. take us through that i mean it's pharmacy practice the mm. one that i that is like the love of my life guys wow. i love that module wow. i still do <laughs> so yeah i i was this top student like in all four years for that module mm. i it was introduced in second year and it was was like it sparked my interest at get-go because mm. i love as i said it's theory based mm. so people say it's the most difficult because it has a lot of theory mm. but i love theory so for me it was like ease um so yeah it's it's more about pharmacy as a practice as a profession you know what regulates us what should we do as i've mm. said the scopes of practice okay. and everything so it, it's everything that's basically governing pharmacy in from a legal perspective and mm. everything so yeah that's what pharmacy practice is in a natural. It's a broad module. So yeah, that's that's the module that I love the most and enjoy the most. Mm. And if you do love like theory, you will enjoy it, I think. By hearing all the courses that you had to study and how intense it was, getting an average above 75 is really crazy. And I'm sure it was not easy. 
I just want to know how did you do it? You know, mm. um, let's say now you're talking to a second year, third year pharmacy student and they're like, yo, mm. Sesetu, I am struggling. Mm. I don't know how to cope. Please tell me how you did it. So how did you do it? Basically what I what helped me, mm. I think I struggled mostly in first year because I didn't have a good work ethic. I, d I didn't plan my time. I was bad in time management. So everything was just all over the place. In second year, I started developing that slowly, but in third year was like when it was like in full force. Mm. So what I did is that I had a plan. So every start of the semester, I have a plan that okay these are the courses that i'm doing in the semester mm. and i basically write down like all the exam dates everything that's required for each course and then so i know in a nutshell okay what is required for me what am i going to do what i'm going to submit and that thing keeps you in check because you don't forget some assignments yeah. or anything that can actually add up to like your average mark mm. and then i did like a to-do list every yeah. day i live by that so every day i had like i studied almost every day mm. in my third year and as i will stick by it guys you need to be consistent if you want good results you can, okay some for some it works yeah you live everything until the last minute it can work for you mm. those that love the last minute yeah. thing procrastinating mm. but for me planning my time and creating a to-do list every day that okay today i'm gonna attack pharmacology today i'm going to work pharmaceutics which topics do i know or mm. so i had like a like a book that i let's say before an exam right mm. most important before an exam i just write all the topics that i do for mm. that module let's say pharmacology and then i highlight the ones that i Girl. am sure and confident about that if they ask in an exam sorry to interrupt <laughs> you but you sound like you went i don't know how to, to to say this but i'm saying this because <laughs> i've said this in one of my study tips videos uh -huh. if not multiple times you know uh -huh. so now you sound like a person who has watched my videos but i know you haven't because I haven't. I, you know i didn't have a channel then no. but you know what's nice hearing this is that actually the things that i say it worked works. for some people yes. and it actually yes, works. It works and for the fact that you never even watched my videos and you used that yeah. that's amazing that's yeah. amazing when you're yeah. speaking and you're like <laughs> listing the topics and highlighting and i'm just like guys <laughs> i said that yep. i said that yep. but yeah anyways you can so, continue so i do that and then i start with the ones that okay if they would ask this i would have no idea what they're asking about so mm. i tackle those first and i'm confident in that and then those that i don't know most like i can do them last mm. and then active recall is what i use the most mm. very important so like i had like paper that i would just because I, I study mm. i write notes and i you know study my notes and then i would just close my books and then i would just write anything i can remember about that also you can use past papers i also use past papers mm. to like try and recall the information that i studied yeah. you know not just study and be like okay oh i hope i i remember yeah. you know so that's what helped me the most active recall and um dividing the topics into okay which ones i don't know the most did you also and use flashcards i use never tried i use what's, what's this app you guys love the most is it from is it anki anki is it that i use that in my because there's that this quizlet no 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 i use that for my third year yeah for pharmacology in third year because it's just too much that you need to remember also so i use that for like the because that's when we get into the diseases and the how the work pathophysiology and everything and also the medication that Tristan so I use Anki mm. it works mm. but I mean I got lazy to do flashcards yeah. and I would just make flashcards and not even review them yeah because so, of time mm, because of time so I was like okay it works but it would need you to be consistent in it mm. so that also one part of active recall that you can use wow yeah. that's impressive and I hope you guys are taking the tips okay so what are the options you have when you complete your fourth year like what happens now okay so you're done with pharmacy now fourth year and after that you can either do your internship since it's like a degree that comes with honors so you can either do your internship or do your masters 
but still it would have to you have to com it's mandatory that you complete your internship but it's different if you decide to complete your internship in academia and you go for masters it's two years mm. instead of one year of okay wait, wait, wait. i think you're, lo you're losing <laughs> me a bit you're losing me a bit so firstly what do you mean when you say it is an honors degree okay so in your final year you have a research project mm. that you do so the whole degree i mean it, it, it's supposed to be three years but mm. then they add the, the additional year they combine it into four years because the last year you mostly doing your research project mm. so then you get the degree with an honors so after that you can go straight to your masters and you oh, don't have to do okay. honors because it's included in the four years so when you guys graduate after four years, all of you guys have an honors we degree. We have an honors degree after four oh, years. Oh, wow. Yes, okay. Comes. So I know for us, when it comes to internship, we get placed, you know, you pick your hospitals and then you just get placed according to your options. Does it work the same with you guys? Um, for us, so after your four years, you do your internship, right? Mm. And then there's also your ComServe after the internship, which is one year. One mm. year internship, one year ComServe. Yeah. Then for your internship, you do not get placed. You have to apply. What? To, yeah, so you're actually applying for a job. And yeah, it's a bit stressful because the competition is tough. Yeah. And you might not get your internship. You might get it. Depends on your luck. But I mean, eventually you do get it. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's a bit stressful. Then after that, for ComServe, you are placed. So like you guys, I think you get to choose five um, options. Uh, options yeah. And it can be two, one tertiary hospital, two district and two um, areas. Mm. So you can get placed anywhere. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what your first choice was. You can get placed anywhere. But yeah, for your ComServe, at least you get placed. But for internship, you have to apply. Yeah. So when you're applying, right, it's up to you where you want to apply. Mm. So you can apply to um, government hospitals. You can apply to um, clinics. So mostly it's based on departments, Department mm. of Health. So Western Cape Department of Health, they have um, internship posts that are coming up. So you apply there. Gauteng, Free State. So it's mostly, if you want to work in government, you mostly apply via like the provincial um, Department of Health. Mm. And then you, when you are doing the application, you list the, the hospitals that you would like to work in. So that, okay, I want to work in the Western Cape, I would like to work at Tigerberg, Kruske, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously they choose, if they pick you, then they will place you in any of the mm. options that you've chosen but if now you don't want to work in government and you want to go the private way there's also your net cares like your private hospitals they mm. also have a life care like they also have internship posts that come every year mm. then applicants apply and then they can either call you for an interview and you get accepted you can also work like for industry yeah. pharmaceutical companies and you apply there same thing yeah. opportunity comes you apply it's like applying for a job, basically. Yeah, so you have to look it, for the opportunity that comes. Applications open, you apply. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter where you go as long as you do your one year. As long as you do your one year of internship, yes. Okay. So where did you want to work? I wanted to work in a hospital. Mm. Yeah, so I wanted hospital pharmacy. And yeah, because I I enjoyed it like f during my rotation in my final years, I've said I enjoyed like doing, you know, hospital stuff and monitoring and everything going to the wards. Mm. But when I started working at the hospital, I saw here yeah, mostly at the pharmacy. I do not really go up to the wards to and the do wards, yeah. as I did in final year. But still, I, I love what I do. I love hospital pharmacy. I feel like you're more involved in terms of um the 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 the, the regimen of the patient mm. and you know uh you're more involved in terms of the medication that they're taking you can get access to their history mm. you can get access to their labs you can do a lot of things there's 
it, I work at a tertiary hospital, so there's a lot of departments that I rotate in. So mm. I've been to oncology, um, chemo, um, therapy, cancer. Mm. I've been to manufacturing, so whereby we like make like small scale medication that the patient needs at the wards. Mm. So like your ointments, your creams, your eye drops, ear drops, and things like that. And I've worked also at the sterile unit, whereby they make. Um, TPNs, which is like your parental nutrition, so they mix it there, and yeah, it's it's a lot that you can get exposed to in a hospital setting, in a tertiary hospital. Mm. Now, because this this a hospital I reckon. But so you are doing your internship now. Where are you doing it? At Tagalog Hospital. How is it? <sighs> it's a tertiary hospital. Yeah, so, you know. But sure, it's it, a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's challenging. Mm. But um, I think if you have a good support system at work and you work well with the people there, mm. then it makes everything easier. Because I'm an intern, I still have to learn. Yeah. Like I still need to like be taught because I only have theory that I learned in varsity. Yeah. So now I need to someone to guide me, someone to you know. At least we have tutors. So mm. we interns are located tutors. So they help us, they guide us in, in everything. So yeah, it's been challenging, but it's it's such a great environment to work at. People support each other. So yeah, it's been it's been worthwhile. But I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. But how, how are your hours? Are they like hectic? Do you guys work in during weekends? Um we do, but it for us now we do work overtime, which is like weekends. It's mm. paid overtime. Mm. So we are three interns. So we get rotated. So I work every three weeks. So another intern will work, another will work, and then I'll be the one working. You so like during weekends. During the weekends. Okay. So we get rotated. All right. Between weekends, so ours is like a normal eight to four. Eight to four. Yeah, okay. Hours. We don't work um, night like shift. Night no, shift and calls no, and stuff. No. But there is a system for a pharmacist that is on call. Really? But interns don't do that. Oh, you guys don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. Okay, talking about paid overtime, let's talk about, you know, the money <laughs> and stuff. For sure, you guys want to know how much do you make as a pharmacist intern? Like, how's the paycheck looking like? So... How much do you guys get paid? Uh, I'm not going to tell you my salary, guys, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm just going to give an estimate, yeah. right? So it depends on um, the, where you work, yes. right? So the different sectors, they also have different paychecks, mm. right? I'm going to talk about my sector, which is like government hospital. Mm. Yeah. So we also have overtime. I would say the minimum you can get Let's start for, without overtime. The minimum you can get without overtime, without overtime working your eight to four. Before or after tax? Um, let's do let's do before tax. Before. Which one do you prefer? I mean, minimum you can get before. Yeah. Is see. like twenty six. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. For someone starting, not bad. Yeah. And, and then, with your overtimes and then with overtime it can go up to 32. oh that's nice yeah that's nice so like it can go up to 32 after like after tax oh is that after tax yes. is if it 26 you, after tax the 26 is after tax okay we're talking about after tax yes that's that's good then yeah and then um if you do overtime, which is I do, then it can go up to 32K. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. And how are you finding it? I mean, I know Cape Town is so expensive. How are you finding the expenses, <sighs> you know? I don't even feel like I earn that much because yeah. everything is expensive here. Yeah, like rent traveling. for sure. Oh, well, I'm good fortunate. I live within the premises of oh, Tiger Bank. Okay. So the rent that I pay is like nothing. I don't even mm -hmm. feel it. So I got accommodation there. But like if you're someone that has to now rent, you know, if you have a car, mm. bills, everything, it's it's very expensive yeah. and you just don't fill the money. But I mean, it's it's quite good money. And yeah. So um, I would like you to give 
advice to a student out there mm. could be a high school student who wants to study pharmacy could be a university student who is studying pharmacy what advice would you give um i let's start with the varsity students right um so you you've got you've gotten in pharmacy you're doing pharmacy and so what now um my main advice i would give you is to do not compare yourself to other students. That was like my biggest thing that I did coming from high school to now varsity. And I compared myself a lot because I mean, I used to be a top student, got to varsity and I struggled mm -hmm. and I com kept comparing myself and like, why can't I reach those grades? Why is everything so hard for me? But don't compare yourself and ask for help because you cannot do it alone. Trust me, yeah. like I tried but you cannot do it alone. Um, ask for help. Take care of your mental health, guys. Like, do not neglect your social life because you're like, no, my grades, yeah, your grades come first, but also you need to take care of yourself so that you do not um, drown. You need to do everything you can to stay afloat. Um, and for the high school students, just, for me, I don't think you really know and develop passion for something until you actually, you know, start doing it mm. but if you are interested in doing pharmacy i would say go for it and then you will see when you're inside if it's something for you or not and it's okay if it's not for you mm. if you realize in your first day that actually this is not really what i wanted to do it's fine you can change um courses you can but don't stay in something that you do not like hoping that maybe eventually over the years you'll enjoy it it doesn't get better over the years, unfortunately. Yeah. It only gets worse. But I mean, if you take care of yourself and you ask for help and you reach out, yeah, then it'll be worth it because it is worth it, guys. I don't know wow. why. It is worth That's it. That's great advice, hey? especially about like you don't develop passion for something until yeah. you actually yeah. do it. Because we all like in high school, yeah. we like these careers, but actually we just saw them on Google exactly. or we saw them on paper. Exactly. We don't actually know how it feels like how to study, like, how it feels like to work in that field. How it feels like yeah. to interact with patients yes. and you realize actually no. No. And we, I feel like we are so hard on ourselves when, you know, you get to med school or mm. whatever and you feel like, actually, no, I don't like medicine. And we feel like failures yeah. and we like, if you I quit, if I change people, what are people going to say? But you didn't know. You've never been in this position. True. Anyways, yeah. so said to you, this is the end of this episode. I'd like to thank you for coming here today and sharing your journey mm. and shedding a light about pharmacy i hope a lot of people learned a lot i enjoyed having a conversation I with you it. and i hope people enjoyed this episode as well please don't forget to subscribe to my youtube channel please like and share this video to show some love and comment if you have any questions or anything that you would like to say or ask and please share this video with your friends those who are interested in studying pharmacy or those who would like to know more about pharmacy if you are a health sciences student or a health professional and you like to come here and have a conversation with me please write me an email on becomingdrandy at gmail.com and we will make it happen i'll see you again on another episode bye <laughs>